You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Kia ora. Thanks for taking the time to talk with me today. How has your day been so far? It's been amazing. I've been up for about 15 minutes, so it just started. Just started. Yeah. What a way to kick it off. You got a coffee, you got your vape, you're good, you're good. Playing tonight in Auckland as part of the Elemental Nights concert series. How are you feeling? Feeling good. First time in New Zealand, so not sure what to expect, but um, I'm ready to rock and I'm ready to have some mosh pits, maybe fight some people. You've been touring pretty intensely for the past few months and you've got a massive world tour lined up playing till about mid-October. How do you prepare mentally, physically for something so big? Well, I eat a lot of donuts and hot Cheetos. I try to <clears throat> make sure I have as much comfort food, so mashed potatoes. I've been eating a lot of pies lately, um, cake, whatever kind of dessert I can get my hands on. And then as far as the mental regime goes, um, I usually do uh, Wim Hofs, so ice baths. Um, and I try to do the minimal amount of physical exertion, so no physical activity, especially leading up to a show. I wouldn't want to be in too good of shape because I think that can be threatening to people. When you say pies, have you tried New Zealand pie? No, and I am actually, that was the real reason behind this trip. Obviously, I wanted to play the show, Mm -hmm. but my only other two goals are the pies, and then, of course, I'm going to go to see where the hobbits live, and I know that that's pretty cliche, but I'm thinking maybe there might be extra room there I could potentially rent. I don't live anywhere. I have two suitcases, so I've just been traveling. I've been doing 100 shows this year, so I figure this could be a good place for me to maybe lay my head back kick my feet up and who knows maybe it's a long-term home maybe it's short-term i don't know if you know this but i'm actually from new zealand you're from new zealand yeah oh i lived in auckland when i was uh all the way up to age seven i left to pursue my dream as a belly dancer so i've lived pretty much all around the world uh south africa ireland uh london i did a bunch of different Places, California is where I went to high school. So if you look online, it says I lived in California, was born there. But realistically, there's a lot more to my backstory than that. But So we met Oliver Tree in 2020 when you dropped your album, Ugly is Beautiful, which was kind of an alternative anthem um, for those who have ever felt like outsiders. And I was really surprised when you dropped Cowboy Tears as more of a country, a country vibe. You dropped that this year. What happened in those two years? Well, the pandemic, of course. And so I officially had retired from music and I moved to my grandparents' ranch. Um, and I was just helping them take care of the cows and feeding the horses. And um, I just, you know, I, I didn't have any intention to make an album. And I think that's sometimes when the best art comes around when you're not forced to do it. And it's just a very organic process. And I was, after long days on the ranch, going back to my grandmother's house and playing my grandfather's acoustic guitar and I started writing these songs and at a certain point I was like I don't know I just love the music and I said hey I might as well share some of this stuff so I ended up putting out this album Cowboy Tears um and a lot of people you know the critics my fans they were all going against me but the truth is um you know I'm a real artist I can't just change what I want to do because what some people expect what other people are going to try to think is more mainstream I just do whatever the I want the label everybody i don't give a what anybody says i'm just doing whatever i want to do and if that's a country record well i could suck my you are such an internet person you went viral on tiktok you've got 
more internet beef than I think anyone. You've got Logan Paul, H3 Podcast, even Klein. Yeah, f*** both those guys. Absolutely. Um, you've got an artist you work with, What's So Not, oh. who also, you know, Well, not beef. by choice. I didn't work with him by choice. Apparently, he's a New Zealand DJ. I didn't know this. I thought he was from Australia, but he has origins out here um, oh. in New Zealand as well. But that dude is just... He's an asshole, and he actually leaked out some of my music, and um, he was doing blackmail. He actually found some naked photos of me. Yikes. Yikes. Um, what I was going to say on that note, you're so aware of the internet. How does that, or how do you make sure that that doesn't alter your art? Because I feel like art and then content are two different things. Is that a bad thing if they merge? Um, I don't know. I never actually connect the two when i create art i just create art i'm not thinking about the internet that's just a promotional purpose so i go on the internet sometimes and i say sometimes because i don't really use it anymore i don't have any apps on my phone uh i think it's pretty negative at a certain point it just becomes kind of dark and ugly and um i try to just live real life as much as possible and make the art i want to make and then if uh it ends up coming out which most of the time it doesn't you know i have over 1500 songs that i've made that are unreleased so Pretty much 99% of the time, it's actually not coming out. So when it does come out, then basically I have the label breathing down my neck. Make a TikTok, make this. I said, hey, you're not paying me enough to make TikToks. In fact, you're not really paying me at all. Uh, about to be 30 years old. I just turned 29 a couple weeks ago. And I said, Congrats. Hey, nice. you guys need to go f- yourself. I'm not making TikToks as a grown-ass man. But, you know, we'll see. Trying to get them to pay me more, make this more uh, practical. Because I would make TikToks for the right price. But once upon a time, I did release a series of TikToks that were just old videos with my music playing in the background. And somehow amassed 12.5 million followers. And uh, I don't really use it anymore. It's kind of a shame. But I'm trying to hop back on the high horse so I can promote my deluxe album. It's a pop punk album I did with... um, a lot of it's done with Travis Barker from Blink-182. It's called Cowboy Tears Drown the World in a Swimming Pool of Sorrow. And Love the name. Oh, thank Love you. the name. Were there not enough tears in the first album? Why did you have to extend it? Well, I made 112 songs for the album, and so a lot of it was just me tinkering and playing music, and a lot of it was pop-punk music at the time, and I just said, you know... This is a separate album, essentially. So I made a double album, and the first installment came out already, but the next one, we're starting to put out some singles from it. Can we get a timeline? Is there a time when the... I'm not sure. Not sure yet? I think we're just going to drop some more singles, and probably, hopefully, by like... Not good with whatever the month order is, but I think maybe September or something in that ball. Soon. Yeah. That's pretty soon. That's really soon. What was it like working with Travis Barker? Blink-182, obviously. Yeah, I hate him. Um, I hate him. Yeah, he's a dickhead. Um, every time I'd just be like, yo, I think we should do this, he's like, I don't think we should. And I'd say, look, dude, this music ain't coming out unless I like it. And we had many altercations, some physical altercations we got into. There was a couple, uh, I wouldn't call it boxing, but definitely took some punches at each other and um there was one time i remember where i hit him right in the schnauzer and this dude had a little blood coming down i said see this is what happens when i don't get my way and he looked at me in the eyes and he started tearing up and i said it's okay you can cry it's all right to cry there's nothing wrong with that but then i hit him again i said don't you ever disrespect me especially in front of my friends but not because he was crying it's okay to cry oh of course because that's a lot of the message behind i cry all the time Uh, i cry at least probably four times a week maybe five times a week so there's nothing wrong with crying but there is something wrong with this dude you know being a bully and uh, trying to take out his anger because he's not crying on a just
just a small, sensitive guy like myself. A lot of our listeners on Radio 1 are young artists, uh, creatives. What is one piece of advice that you wish you had when you started? I would say f*** everybody. Don't listen to them. Um, do whatever you want. Don't be caught up in the trends. Do whatever feels like is where you want to go with it because when you put out art, typically it takes a while for it to come out. So by the time you put that out, that trend is probably already going to change. So for me, it's all about doing whatever the I want and uh, staying true to whatever the vision is that you really want to see or hear or feel. Because And, you know, the other thing is good art doesn't always need to make you feel good. Um, sometimes it can make you feel other emotions and sometimes that can make people uncomfortable. But that doesn't mean it's not art. So I've embraced that and explored that quite a bit. Actually, the one other thing I'll say, yes. not to waste any more time, but, uh, you know, promotion is a big part of it and trying to find ways for your promotion to be art as well because the truth is um, it's miserable promoting stuff and I get suckered into all these interviews like this one today. Mm -hmm. and you seem amazing, but uh, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with, you know, the fact is there's a means to an end. You got to promote. And that's probably, you know, 80% of the, the art process. So if you're not making your promotion an art piece as well, well, then you're just going to be miserable. So I found ways to make it fun and creative. And um, I don't know, I've just been basically fighting people in most of my interviews, which has been a nice way to get out some of the aggression. But I'm not going to fight you, so don't Oh, worry. yeah, thanks. Yeah, I was a little, a little on edge. You're ripping some broken glasses as well. Yeah, they're um, a little beat up, a splinter in the grass. Oh, how was it? It was amazing, yeah. But I got into a big fight with my drummer. He was acting up, and Oops. I put him in a full Nelson. And this dude's, like, double my size. And I wouldn't say he took me down, but he got me down pretty bad. And I uh, I got a couple kicks to the face, and one of them busted my left lens here. So I'm trying to get some tape to fix him up for the show tonight. Good luck with that. I hope we can find some. Firstly, thank you so much for your time. Um, huge fan. Um, I think you were... You were my number one on Spotify, stop, which is stop. embarrassing. Every uh, I don't believe yeah. it for a second. Oh, okay, well, is it true? Know. Name one song. Name one song. Life goes on. This oh, one. Okay. I know. Ah, I, I promise. What Jenna about man. Uh, uh, anyway. All right. Yeah. yeah. One song good. What? It's fine. It's fine. Um, got told not to ask about this, but I was going to ask about your personal life. Um, mm. Is the hair real? Okay, I don't want to talk about the hair. First of all, for you to come and invite me as a guest on the show is one thing. I'm already taking my time out of my sleep schedule. I slept about three hours last night. But for you to start asking me about my hair. The people want to know. The people want to know. All the people need to know is, yes, I'm stuck like this. This is my real hair. And uh, it's not very uh, enjoyable living your life stuck like this. But I will say, um, as soon as I'm done with this cowboy tears drown the world in a swimming pool of sorrow, I am going to get my head shaved and I'm going to try to move to a much more normal life and try to move away from everything. I'm officially going to be done. It's going to be all over at that point. So I'm going back to the farm and uh, going to try to rebuild my life and whatever's left of it because pretty much everything's in shambles. Rest in peace, Oliver Tree. R.I.P. R.I.P. Hey, thanks so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. I'm not good at goodbyes. I miss the sunshine in your eyes Who said cowboys don't cry Come on baby, let's take one last ride Ride around this carousel if you catch my drift Ride around this wagon wheel She took me for a spin Ride 
was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.